Welcome to College Football Roundtable, your source for college football coverage, including major storylines, playoffs, can't miss game previews, and picks each week. Join your hosts, Dan, Rob, and Jordan at the roundtable for a show unlike anything else. As for Football presents the College Football Roundtable. All right, it is finally here. We actually have college football this weekend. I'm Rob Robinson with the As for Football team. I've got Jordan and Dan joining me today and we're going to be providing the trash talk nation an update on some college football action now for those of you guys that are fans of the as for football uh college football roundtable this is going to be the college football roundtable it's just going to be supporting another organization with the veterans trash talk nation we're trying to get our nco leadership involved in the so uh, VTT is a great, uh, great bunch of guys. We're glad to be here. Uh, we appreciate you guys reaching out and giving us the opportunity to uh, provide you guys some updates on college football. So for those of you guys that are college football roundtable fans, it will still be college football roundtable. Uh, we may change the name to the ring knockers college football news for the veterans trash talk uh, nation. I am your host, Rob, more formerly known as the angry Colonel. You've seen me pop in on the podcast before and, uh, drop some K knowledge and take off. And so uh, now I'm bringing the rest of the crew in and we're going to provide you some quick updates on college football and we will go from there. But I'm your host, Rob Robinson. Uh, We're joined by Jordan in Atlanta, who is rocking the awesome electric strawberry and Dano Ikebesa in coastal Connecticut. And he's repping team red, white, and blue. Uh, Our other Teammate James from Brigade Review is out in Oklahoma, and he is not enjoying his life right now because he's not here with us. So we're going to hey, continue. Go ahead. Hey, Robert, are, are you the host of this? I think I missed that. Are, are you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we will, yeah, and that's how this works, right? <laughs> all right, so uh, moving on. One of the fundamental principles that we all learn in the Army is keep it simple, stupid. So we will hit the teams that may be of interest to the Veteran Trash Talk Nation. Veteran Trash Talk is about 18,000 strong and growing. What a great organization, and it's just glad to be a part of uh, what these guys are doing. And so we're going to move in. Quick highlights from last week. Uh, All of the Service Academy teams were inactive. So you had Army is 0-0, Navy 0-0, Air Force is 0-0, and they will always be zeros. The Coast Guard Academy, which is an FCS team, and the Merchant Marine Academy, and they're all at zeros. So there is no significant updates to uh, college football at the moment. The Commander-in-Chief Trophy, go ahead. Uh, Nebraska played, but uh, they were pretty inactive too. (laughs) (laughs) True statement. For, For those of you guys that are black skirt fans, they embarrassed you like they pride themselves on defense allegedly, and then they got stomped by the fighting Illini, which is uh, very, very sad because I actually uh, picked Nebraska to win that one. But as far as academy football is concerned, we're going uh, Commander in Chiefs Trophy, so we cover that. For those of you guys that are new to academy football, the Commanders in Chiefs Trophy is designed by the real schools that are in the uh, Department of Defense representation, Army, Navy, and Air Force, I guess two and a half because Air Force doesn't really count because they are uh, the Army Air Wing. 
anyway, Army would retain the commanders and chief trophy if college football were to end today. But normally it is a head-to-head matchup in whichever team has the best record. So if you are 2-0 and against the other academy teams, you will retain the title. If you are split 1-1 one and one or whatnot, you will share a partial control of it. But normally what happens is at the end of the season, the commanders and chief trophy returns back to the university or to the academy that uh, won it outright the last time if there's a tie. Coast Guard and Merchant Marine Academy do not play in this one. And also, if you ever get a chance to go visit the Coast Guard Academy, much, much nicer place like West Point, Doom and Gloom, Navy. <laughs> like, hey, gray on gray, man, it's just not that cool. Uh, Navy, if you, like, uh, if you like seafood and hanging out with squids, uh, go for it. And the Air Force Academy probably is the nicest location of all of them, but they look like bus drivers in their formal uniform, so I'll pass on that one. And uh, now we've got the AP Top 10. Uh, so the Top 10, we're just going to run through these really quick. You know, preseason rankings, number one is Alabama. Oklahoma is number two. Clemson, three. Ohio State is four. Uh... <laughs> Georgia is five. Uh, Texas A&M is six. Iowa State is seven. Cincinnati is eight. Notre Dame is nine. And North Carolina is ten. So uh, what's your call on these uh, on the top ten? What are your thoughts, uh, Dan? Uh, I have a good friend coming over this week. He went to Georgia, actually played uh, D-line at Georgia for a little while. So I'm going to say that this is their year. Bulldogs. They're going to make it happen. So SEC championship for the Bulldogs. Jordan, we'll we'll see, but that's that's my call right now in week zero. Right. Ohio State is is way too high in my opinion. So is Oklahoma. Good to see Cincinnati in the top ten. Notre Dame, way too high. They need to be like fifteen or something. Um, Iowa State, eh, put them at nine. But overall, this is not terrible. But once again, it's the AP poll, so it's a bunch of journalists who sit around and vote for things they don't understand. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a legit statement. Some some of these days it makes you scratch your head because you're trying to figure out uh, what actually is going on. So we're if trying you're, to if you're writing you know fashion articles for the New York Times, you probably shouldn't be voting in the AP poll. But, you know, it's 2021. Uh, fair, fair point. Fair point. I, I think a lot of these uh, folks don't even realize that there's football last week. You know, so uh, going into some of the matchups for this week, uh, we'll take the action on Air Force. Let's see. Air Force is there at home playing Lafayette, playing Lafayette. Yeah. SCS team, just like the Air Force to beat up on somebody that uh, really can't defend themselves. Kind of like flying a bomber over a country and like uh, dropping 500 pounders on people. However, I mean, everybody likes uh Air Force puts the the real uh, they put the real sister in sister service, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what are you guys thought on Navy taking on Marshall at their place? Uh, I like the bet, man. Um, Marshall is a two and a half favorite, uh, t- two and a half point favorite hey, traveling Marshall. to Annapolis. This uh, this Navy team, their offense was god awful. They did manage to get it together on defense last year. And, you know, maybe a miracle happens and Xavier Arline is the second coming of uh, Malcolm Perry, but that is not the way I would bet, especially in week one. I think Marshall minus two and a half is an excellent bet. Over under 40, I would probably play the over. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Navy 
builds their you know offense and defense around one player respectively. Offense, they haven't found that player yet. They haven't named a starting quarterback. They don't know who's going to start week one. And Navy, uh, defense, it's all built around you know linebacker Diego Fago. Not my favorite person in the world. Um, he's a great football player, but he gets hurt just about every single game and misses you know close to a quarter of football. At least that's how it was last year. So um, you can do a lot of damage in that quarter, especially if you you can score some points like. Score some points like Marshall can. So, not a Navy fan. Uh, loved, you know, We Are Marshall. Great movie. So, I'm taking Marshall. Yeah. That sounds like a great call. Uh, yeah. So, week zero, like a couple of highlights. Again, Nebraska played the fighting in Illini. That was an embarrassment. Like, most of these games weren't even worth the time that you put in watching them because they were so lopsided. It was quite unfortunate, I think, to uh, watch some of the beatings that happened. I did. The only upset that was kind of really predictable or wasn't predictable was uh was how poorly actually hawaii did because they usually have a more high-powered offense and they just got smacked around by the university of california in los angeles but so took- nobody was at that game they, they said like thirty-two thousand people were at that game and they zoomed out and there was like maybe 500 they might have had 3200 people at that game definitely not yeah. thirty-two thousand. They're no they're chance. counting they're counting people uh, at that game like they're counting COVID deaths. Oh, you, you bought a ticket? Yeah, that's that's five five seats right there. Five people there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then of course the one game that uh, everybody may have wanted to watch just because it's so bad. It's like the it's the Repus Bowl, so it's the Super Bowl backwards. UTEP and New Mexico State. Does anybody have flow football? I mean, you have to be a diehard fan of those teams to watch that channel. Cause I have no idea where to find that thing. Well, is, uh, it, is it, Dan, I, I know you were getting some weird football channel from Vlad in Russia or something. Is that flow football or is that a different, different no, service? That was a different service. I don't remember which that one was called. Flow football is a legitimate service. It's just very expensive, but I will say UTEP, they, they actually played well this past weekend. So, and uh, you know, while we're talking about games, we did not talk about the army game. On this show, we did obviously talk about it on our show, but we might uh, might want to run through that one there, Rob. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Army versus Georgia State. So uh, we covered this pretty extensively uh, in our uh, As for Football, Army football show. But uh, right now we're looking at the Georgia State preview. Again, Dan covered it. The The offense is, is decent. I mean, Cornelius Quad Brown, I mean, he's a redshirt sophomore, so that means he's probably counting the days until he can go into the NFL because uh, that name, image, and likeness thing is working for him, and uh, he's ready to go. But uh, he's a 58% passer, and, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be the RPO versus the triple option. I think that's kind of how the game is going to play out, and it's, I think, on at least on the offensive side, execution is going to matter. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I think it's really going to come down to the offensive line. Um, Georgia State's strength on defense is their defensive line. I think if Army's offensive line stays healthy and executes the way we know that they can, um, we're going to move you know three to four yards every single play, and we're going to chunk our way down the field. It's going to be 80-something beautiful degrees in Atlanta. It's going to be hot. That defense is not going to want to sit out there on the turf at 2 o'clock under that Georgia sun getting their knees broken. So, um let's get it done. Yeah. Army plus three. That is an excellent bet. I like that one. Yeah. Or army plus three. And then on the defensive side, I think uh, army has a much better defense. I mean, they were way higher ranked than, than Georgia state last year. And uh, 
you know, the, the most telling statistic for the Georgia State defense is the 3.9 yards per carry that they gave up last season. And that doesn't seem like much if you're playing against passing teams, which they struggled immensely against. But when you're looking like a team like Army that likes to run the ball and control the tempo of the game, 3.9 yards per carry, like you can be, you're stabbing yourself in the own heart with uh, that move. Uh, one of the things that we always talk about is uh, fact or fiction. So we'll kind of run through some of the, the, the fact or fiction uh, for this week. And uh, Dan, what are your thoughts? Uh, we You had Army wins by 10 points. Is that a fact or fiction? Well, like I said, I, I for this show, let me just say, um, I think that Army bet, uh, Army plus three, that's an excellent bet is – is yeah, I mean, we did our factor fiction, and and uh, I do think Army's going to win. Um, I did my factor fiction was Army win by wins by ten points, but um, you know, for this show, we tend to focus on the lines a little more, and and I definitely like I get it. I think Army plus three that that is an excellent bet. Um, take Army on the money line. I think that's a good bet too. So I think it's plus one twenty five. So you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this game. I think the Black Knights are going to roll. Jordan, what are your thoughts? I think everybody's going to win. Um, you know, Georgia State minus two and a half, minus three. Uh, all right, that's your home field advantage right there. So, you know, even if you take that away and it's a 50-50 matchup, I'm going to take the Black Knights. I think we have a better football team. I think we have a better coaching staff. Also, Georgia State's coach is going to drench through his shirt. So, really, <laughs> the over-under should be, like, by halftime, does the man need to change his shirt? Um that's, that's your, all I have to say. Live picks. Yeah, there's your prop bet for the week, you know, whether or not the coach is going to have to change out his shirt. As we uh, get a little bit deeper into the season, we're going to start posting uh, our trap game of the week. So we're all going to do a little bit of research and figure out what team we think is going to stumble. Uh, I think that'll get a little bit more interesting as you start the carousel, the, the top five, because I don't know if Alabama is going to let go of that number one spot. But I think two through five is fair game. So I think, you know, between Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State and Georgia, I think that's going to be a revolving door of uh, who's going to who's who at number two is basically going to be this season unless uh, something drastic happens in Alabama. Jordan. So I, I did my homework. I, I don't know. what. You <laughs> I think Ohio State could get upset this weekend. And I don't really have a ton of evidence besides the fact that P.J. Fleck at Minnesota is very disciplined. They didn't have the season they wanted last year, but they were close. I think they have a good football team. I think Ohio State's a little cocky, a little arrogant. I think they're the best thing in the world because they have the in front of their name. Uh, <laughs> so watch out for that. We'll see what happens. Oh, man. Every year I'm like, this is Minnesota's year. You want to know something, Jordan? It's never Minnesota's year. I'm sorry. After the year they've had, like the state of Minnesota and Minneapolis, like you would think maybe they could get a win. But yeah, I'd like to see that. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to see it. But I just it's it, uh, I, I wouldn't want to I would not want to be a part of Minnesota Nation just because of how frustrating it must be. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a part of Ohio State Nation because they're just damn <laughs> At least they win games. So that's not, I'll give them that. Uh, but yeah, still. yeah. Fair, fair point. Hey, you know, it, it is what it is. It's the Big Ten. Those games are always really early in the season. Those are always gimmies. And usually that's the time 
to be, you know, being completely honest and doing some analysis of college football. That's usually when Ohio State does lose one is early in the season. Within like the first three, somebody gets the drop on them. They're playing from behind. They make a mental mistake and they fall out of the game. So that is definitely within the realm of the possible against a tough Minnesota team if Minnesota is a tough Minnesota team. And again, I think uh, all the little kids in Minnesota stopped dressing like PJ Fleck for Halloween last year because their season wasn't all that great. But uh, I think uh, that's a game to watch this week. And, you know, if you're a Big Ten fan, like unless you like uh, watching Michigan and their stupid hats and stupid shorts, I think that's pretty much the only game of that's of note. I, I got one for you. Bowling Green at Tennessee on Thursday night. Can Bowling can Bowling Green keep it close? Is this a game to watch yes. or yes. does Tennessee look like a powerhouse so, for one game this year? As a UCF fan, you know, Josh Heupel is is not on my Christmas card list for a variety of reasons. Um I you know anything can happen. It's it's Heupel football, so I would almost put him up there with Willie Taggart. Uh, not quite, but close. So not that you know, he was given a lot at Tennessee to begin with, but what little he was given, expect him to blow it and then give a horrible press conference a- afterwards. So that, that's my two cents as a that's, UCF fan. I, I, I get the sense that every game at Tennessee this season is a trap game, just for whatever that's worth. Like coming into the season, they, you know, it's that's such, such a dumpster fire. And, and I love Tennessee. Like, both my parents went to Tennessee, but it has been ugly for a long time down in Knoxville. Yeah, T. Martin, man. And, and like most people, <laughs> like, like most people, <laughs> like, that was, a, that was the last uh, moment of greatness in Tennessee history. I mean, they, they came close when they had uh, old T- uh, Tosh.0 playing coach for him for a little bit, but uh, he moved on to bigger and better things as well. So, I think uh, it's going to be interesting, interesting week this week. Uh, it's just great to have college football. We're looking forward to it. Trash talkers, I know you guys are going to be talking mad crap on us because we're a bunch of O's talking about football. You're like, sir, you don't know what you're talking about. Jesus Christ. Uh. But we thank you guys for your time, and uh, we're more than happy to jump in and uh, support you guys. And mutual support as always you scratch our backs we'll scratch yours if any of you guys ever have any interest in wanting to jump on and just talk about college football either on the roundtable show or army football if you're actually a fan because that's one of the things that we don't really count for is the voice of our non-commissioned officers and enlisted folks that like army football you know some people some people like watching it i know some people enjoy watching the games and if you're gonna you know hang a shingle for a team and if you know, in FBS football, why not Army? And so we appreciate the, the support. All right, final words. Dan, do you have anything to, to close us out? Uh, yeah, beat yeah. Georgia State. Sounds like a winner. Jordan? Uh, it. You know, I live in Atlanta, so it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how many cars are broken into this weekend with it being Labor Day weekend. And then you got, you know, the Miami crowd coming into town to play Alabama. So, uh I'll, I'll keep you all updated, but uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, don't go downtown this weekend. That's yeah. all I have to say. Also, keep in mind, one of the most highly stolen vehicles is the Toyota Corolla. So those of you guys that like the uh, the Japanese import car, watch out for it. Even though it's built in Detroit and most of it's assembled in Texas, be careful with that because, uh, yeah, it's Georgia. Anything can happen. But uh, Anything we think- can happen. 
Uh, we thank you guys for checking us out. Trash Talk Nation, we appreciate you. All of our Ask for Football fans, make sure that you join us. And keep in mind that every time we do this, we are sponsored by Emblem Athletic. So be a gear hero for your unit today. Or you can grab some veteran Trash Talk t-shirts. We don't care. Just support one of the two of us or both. It would be awesome to have you guys uh, all throughout this season. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the AskForFootball.com College Football Roundtable. Join the Ask for Football team for our next episode as we bring you more hot takes and college football analysis. We would like to thank our sponsor at Emblem Athletic. Be your own hero for your unit or team today. You can find us at AskForFootball.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at AskForFootball.